This is a Rooster Teeth production. My favorite book that I've oh, read. Oh fuck! In the last we've already started. Seventy-two days. What a weird. I'm all thrown off. Why is Andrew thrown off? He he was trying to do a book club or something, and then suddenly no. he stopped in the middle of it. Because nobody showed up. Typically, Eric will show up 10 minutes before, and Nick showed up like four minutes before. So I feel like I'm still in pleasantries. I you did not expect it to be one. of pleasantries? We're only four minutes of pleasantries, and we're mainly That's going to throw you. I am I'm four minutes off this whole show. Yeah, he's going to. We'll have to we'll have to let it roll for another four minutes at the end just so you can finish up. Uh, no, Eric today, as a matter of fact, uh, he let us know ahead of time. He's uh, got to. Uh, do dual duty on some other podcast or some shit. So. Bit weird that we still do it at the same time as the other podcast. Yeah, well, it, I believe that was at your insistence, right? You said you never wanted to do that other podcast again, and you had so you would only do this one if we scheduled it during the exact same time. That's exactly what I said. <laughs> that is true. <laughs> I remember hello, that. Hello, 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 and welcome to another episode of the <laughs> Face Podcast. I believe. <laughs> I believe, I don't have Eric here this week. Oh, no, never mind. Nick got it to me. Uh, this is episode 108. This is season four. Andrew, what year is this? Uh, 2022. Three. Thank you, oh. Gavin. You nailed it. Volume one, the 108th episode. My name is Jeff Ramsey. With me, as always, uh, Andrew Panton and Gavin Free. And uh, I hope you guys are doing well today. Uh, boy, do I, I, we got a few things to talk about. Uh, I haven't spoken to you guys in a week. I'd love to catch up. And, yeah. uh, let me tell you, I, uh, right out of the way, I just want to get this over with right okay. out of the way. You know, I don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> <laughs> I yeah. try not, I try not to hear me at ever uh-huh. if I can avoid it. Uh, <laughs> I get on my nerves so fucking quick. It's, it's unbelievable. <laughs> That's uh, such a wild thing to say as somebody who is on three podcasts currently. Yeah, as somebody well, who hates podcasts, you're on. You cannot stop making them. So here's the thing. Uh, hey, I got to make a living, right? Daddy, Daddy's got to keep the lights on. But uh, uh, also, um, I think we've established at this point that the three podcasts I'm on are my only forms of social interaction. So it's just uh-huh. how I maintain my relationships with people that are important <laughs> to me. And... Uh, I imagine if you just like recorded every conversation you had with your mom and then like a week later you listened to the conversation you guys had after dinner on a Wednesday night, you'd be like, ah, I sound like a fucking idiot. Coming next month on roosterteeth.com, Jeff and his mom. <laughs> Wait, my mom and I are not, I love my mom dearly, we are not doing a podcast together. That is a, that is a, what we call a non-starter. Anyway, so I, uh, I, was, I listened to the podcast the other day and uh, it was episode 106. And uh, I don't know why. I was just in a really good mood. And I thought, let's ruin that. Uh, let's listen to yourself. And I found it to be so charming. And I enjoyed it so much. There was a, a little conversation we had about getting homes, buying homes, and then getting a home inspected. And then uh, Andrew had this idea for a vibe inspector to come and check out your home and make sure <laughs> yeah. the vibe fit, which I thought was so fucking funny. I laughed about it all day long. It just kept popping up <laughs> in my head. And I just kept laughing about it. I asked if we could get like a vibe inspector shirt made, which I really sounds kind of creepy, actually, now that I think about it. Yeah, it's, it's, it's very close thing. to those like female body inspector shirts. Right, shirt. right. Yeah, you don't, don't like it. You don't want that, right? But, I, you know, I was thinking in the terms of like checking out a house. Yeah. Uh, as it was framed in our episode. 
Anyway, so I go through the episode and I'm actually I'm actually thinking to myself, I should listen to this more often. This isn't that bad. <laughs> and then I stepped in and I brought up <laughs> then I brought up oh, no. the idea I had for us and, and and in one second illustrated why I am <laughs> the dumbest, stupidest, most idiotic, most useless person <laughs> on Jesus. earth in the year of 2022. I present the idea to you guys that we should, everybody should pick their, the thing that they think they're the best in the world at, right? Yeah, and I then, have a nice clip for this moment. Yeah, you don't need it. You don't need it because I'm, I'm covering it, but it'll help. <laughs> I then proceed to give you guys the two things that I think I'm the best in the world at as examples and also tell you there's no way I'm the best in the world at this. This is utter bullshit. <laughs> and then a week later... And I, I was coming off the episode, so I remembered it was fresh in my head. 107, we then have to present our homework. Clearly, I forgot. Clearly, even <laughs> after Andrew reminded me, I didn't do it. I forgot. So I just did said the first two things that popped into my head, which were my examples that were lies that I admitted were lies to the audience the week before. Completely earnestly. Like, suddenly, suddenly I had best in the world confidence where it didn't exist the week before is the only answer I can give you. But holy shit, that's it. I can't ever listen to the podcast again or I will, I'll never be able to open my mouth. I'll never be able to open my mouth because I am a walking, stupid contradiction. We did some of the best, and on my part, unintentional gaslighting I've ever seen. It was so immensely impressive. Basically, what, what we came up with was that Jeff assigned a piece of homework and I added onto it. And then the <laughs> next time we talk about it, I'm reading the homework that I helped Jeff assign <laughs> as if I'm reading it for the first time. It was, <laughs> and Andrew is the only sane one in the whole thing. I've prepared I a clip. Would you like to hear it? Please. I was, I was yes. I was infuriated last week because you guys were throwing me under the bus for the thing <laughs> I had no part in. I was just trying to help you two. This is a, a little clip from, from 107, with, followed by a little dreamy sound effect, and then immediately following the week before. Here we go. We had homework in the last show. Yeah, what's your homework? What, 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 did you, what was your homework, Andrew? Do it. My homework, well, the homework you assigned for all of us was that mm -hmm. we had to come up with what we were the best in the world at and what mm -hmm. we thought the other members of this podcast might be the best in the world at. I really understand the homework. Po podcast homework reminder that we said... We would think about what we are best in the world at and what we think others would be best at. But you I meant other people on this podcast. I did. I don't even remember assigning the homework, so I don't really give a shit. One way I hate you both so much. Andrew homework. No, this is Jeff homework. Yeah, it feels like Andrew homework. The end of the last episode we recorded, you're like, well, homework for all of us. This is what we'll do, and we'll talk about it on the next thing. And then yeah, Gavin see, said, the way you just said that, it sounds like something you would say. You're the worst. You're both the worst. I feel like worst. we should all think about what we're the best in the world at. Maybe we should. Maybe that's an angle we should take with the podcast. So should we come up with our own things that we think we're best at, or should we come up with us plus both. the other two? I I think that's fine. I think both. So yeah. I I literally there. I can't explain the weird <laughs> void that happens where. As soon as I press stop on this podcast, I can't remember anything we talked about. I am, I'm pretty well versed in f face. Like I've listened to everyone. I've proofed everyone. I know everything that's happened while I'm recording something and everything except the previous week. There's just this weird yeah. void where I have no idea what was said because I haven't proofed it yet. It's so bizarre. I've, I was reading it as though I'd never heard that in my life. And I said it. <laughs> said the no. same thing with the pencil. That's me with the pencil. I genuinely forgot I ever said that. 
It wasn't. It started as a genuine thing. Why do we? Why do our? Is, do you think it's protection? Do you think our brains are trying to protect us by immediately, <laughs> like flushing the brain toilet the second we hit stop on yeah. an episode? If I haven't proofed the previous one at the time of a recording, it doesn't exist to me, and I can't explain why. Totally agree. Can I talk oh. about why I'm an idiot in relation yeah. to this? So I have a whole other layer of why I'm the dumbest person in the world. Gavin and the face slack yesterday said hey when is the preview out for the episode that will come out this upcoming week which they've heard by now but you wanted the preview because you said you needed to grab something from it yeah historically it's always been weaponized against me there's only (laughs) one other time i could think of when it wasn't aimed at me and it was jeff's fucking up an ad by spelling the wrong word and i'm doing the ads it it can't be you spelling so I was like, it's just me, I guess. I was like, I was convinced. I texted Gavin last night, so what are you going to use against me? And his silence was deafening. I was convinced <laughs> that he had something lined up for me. He replied this morning. I'm like, oh, I can play that game too. I ain't going to reply, and I'm going to just say some bullshit in our Slack saying, could you please pull audio from Jeff in this random episode and Gavin in this one? I had no audio pulled. Oh, I was fake. Yeah, that was fake, because I was paranoid that you guys had something, so I was trying to flip it. I was trying to make you paranoid about what I might have, but it's the first time your fucking audio is on my side. It was from me. Yeah, guys, Usually, you're the one fake. I would happily use audio against you, but oh. I was listening to that last week, and I just thought, <laughs> I have to bury myself. I have to use this audio against me and Jeff, because it is horrendous. I appreciate it, because it was. I, I felt like a crazy person. <laughs> Last week, when you guys were like, ah, this is some bullshit homework by you, You're throwing it all on me, I didn't I didn't care if we did it. It was so, just trying to be supportive. You said, <laughs> now, the, the funny thing there is, I was totally just fucking with you. Like, oh, I, yeah. do, I remembered assigning the homework and all that at that point. I just assumed Gavin was along for the gag. I just nope. thought we were both in on the joke. <laughs> I'm just <laughs> extremely unintelligent. <laughs> so, Gavin, you're an idiot that way. Uh, I'm a, uh, I have zero integrity and uh, I'm a, a, just a bald faced liar. And then Andrew, you're back to parody. You're in a I'm new paranoid era, which yeah. is scary because I do not want, I'll be honest, guys. I do not want to go back into the, the a, a new age of paranoia. With it was too much. Oh, but that sounds like such a great subtitle for a season. The new age of paranoia. Season <laughs> yeah. five. So Face. I was really excited. You, Andrew in the Slack wrote, this is super short notice. So if it's possible, no, if it's not possible, no worries. But could someone pull something Gavin said in episode 98? I also need something Jeff said in 101. I like yeah. that you just are so vague. Like there's no time codes. And I'm just like, well, yeah, and, yeah, now, yeah. and now I'm, uh, <laughs> yeah, I'm slightly disappointed that you got you got no audio weapon. My hope was that maybe one of you would listen to it and try to find the thing. Like, that was my long shot would be funny, but I was just trying to create paranoia because I was convinced what you had would be used against me in some capacity. <laughs> what a waste. I didn't need to do that. I'm sorry, Nick. God damn. I immediately reached out to Nick and was like, no, nah, I don't need anything. I'm just being dumb. <laughs> Mind games. I love that we have one bit that was honestly not even a good bit. A fucking like five minute bit that turned into three separate instances of us being idiots. Ay, ay, ay. Well, you, I mean, you never know where the good bits will be because I'm going to be honest with you. When you said, when you said, let's all make salads, internally I was like, I don't know why we're doing this, but I'll do it because you want to. I support this. And we would salad cream. I fucked that up in a whole. 
Or was that unrelated to the salad? Was that a side? How much salad content have we made? Was that uh, adjacent? Was that salad cream content that became salad content? Or was that part of the make your salad content? You're, you're going way too far back in the vault for me. That's fair. Gavin, you pretend to remember stuff. Which, what, what do you think? Wow. Nick says it was separate. <laughs> what was that? Gavin, are you okay? We yeah, lost like you there. Seven second, there was silence. Like you're waiting for Nick's approval. Oh, was I, <laughs> <laughs> that was very weird. Please keep that in, Nick. That was a very strange long yeah, was, silence. I just assumed Gavin dropped. <laughs> I thought you had a connection issue. It was pretty long, wasn't it? Even Nick it was, it was so long. Nick was scared. <laughs> God, so, speaking of scared. Go ahead. Gavin, should you and I talk about how the universe is scared that you and I will ever spend any time together? They're back at it. It's not the weather this time, though. Oh, God. damn it. Had, did, I, don't know if, I don't know if we talked about it on the podcast yet uh, or in personal conversations, Andrew. But Gavin and I uh, and our, our significant others, his girlfriend, Meg, and my girlfriend, Emily, we had all decided we, we've been talking for months and months and months about going to Las Vegas together and having like a weekend in Vegas together. And mm -hmm. we finally fucking scheduled it. And so we were going to like, and it was for this weekend, right? So um, it was uh, the way I had it scheduled or I had it set up is because it's the NBA finals. Emily and I were going to get up first thing Friday morning and we were going to fly to Boston. And then Friday night, we were going to watch game four of the finals as my birthday present from Emily. We we're going to, uh, she was going to get us uh, awesome seats and uh, I would get to watch the Celtics play in the finals, which is like a, you know, a dream come true for me. And I've only got to do it once before in my life. Uh, and that was with Jack. So talk about an upgrade, <laughs> getting to see it with Emily. And, uh, and then we were going to go to bed and then get up first thing Saturday morning and fly to Las Vegas and meet Gavin and Meg in Las Vegas. I was so excited for this. We were going to spend two days together. We got hotels, rooms in the same place. We were going to do like, I thought they came up with this a clever idea where we're going to do one thing they really want to do, one thing we want to do. So Emily got tickets to see Shin Lim and go to a magic show so I could heckle, and then uh, which is what I want to do, and she likes magic. And then Gavin and Meg wanted to go do uh, some escape rooms, so we were going to go do that. And it was just like, it was shaping up to be the perfect weekend. And then <laughs> last night, last night, Emily tested positive for COVID. No! <laughs> I couldn't because, believe it. No! Because the universe was like, whoa, 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 wait a minute. Who's going to have fun with who? No. <laughs> no, fuck you. Fuck you. Is what the universe said. I was literally like, wow, I'm actually looking forward to a trip for the first time that, you know, there isn't a work trip or me going yeah. to see my family. It's like, a, this is a real vacation <laughs> trip. I can't believe. Oh, never mind. Yeah, it's a. I, I, and I know and Emily is heartbroken, obviously, and I feel terrible for her and she feels so guilty for getting COVID, which is, you know, totally not her fault because everybody seems to get it at some point or other. But uh, it's it, it's kind of luckily I was I was telling Emily, I've the universe has uh, been aware of me for long enough that stuff getting canceled no longer affects me. It's like, OK, whatever. I get it. Just, you know, it's just me stepping in shit in the backyard again. No problem. It's just the new version of that. Right. I'm, I'm supposed to be in the shit. Uh, of course. Right. And uh, <laughs> so it's no big deal to me. I'm just like, ah, we'll get him next time, champ. But uh, but she was pretty heartbroken about it. And uh, I hope that we can do it again in the future. But maybe we, ha we can't like <laughs> plan a universe or something like we can't let on to the universe that we're trying to spend time together. Not to, not to go too far back, but the fr how you frame that just gave me a thought that I've never had before. 
you said you what? What did you you wanted to see a magic show? And what was the other thing? Uh, escape rooms. No, that was Gavin's thing. You said two. Th I thought you said two things. Oh, I was to, gonna. No, he I to was gonna. <laughs> I want to heckle the magician. Oh, I see. So your thing was magicians. Yeah. And the thing that Gavin and Meg were excited about were traveling to rooms. a place to get locked into a room that you have to try to leave from. With your like wits. the premise of an escape. Like I know it's they're fun. They're great, but like the idea of like having the first escape room and trying to convince somebody that's fun <laughs> feels like a real exercise. Because the premise is you go to a place, I'm gonna lock you in this room, and you're not gonna be able to immediately leave. You're gonna have to try to solve clues to leave this space. Have fun. Especially I mean, you're gonna pay me for this. Considering, at least in my mind, the genesis of this whole escape room craze was from that movie The Cube where people just woke up <laughs> in a cube and then they had to get out and every time they tried, they died. Like, it's such a dark beginning. Uh, I was looking forward to it, though. I like escape rooms. Yeah. I think they're a blast. Oh, they're great. Meg was really looking forward to The Magician. And uh, I had to, because Magic, she loves it. It makes her yeah. cry for some reason. She explained it. But uh, I had to warn her about the fact that the experience of seeing a magician with Jeff is going to be a completely different <laughs> oh, <no>. experience. <laughs> where there's, How? <laughs> <laughs> I just get into it, man. <laughs> you just gotta like. That's what it, it, <laughs> oh. Listen, it perform. I, I I've performed on stage. Performers feed off of energy. You want to give good energy. You want them to know you're entertained and amazed by what they're doing. <laughs> I know you share a, a deep fandom for Norm Macdonald, Jeff. Have you ever seen the compilation of him when he was hosting the YouTube Comedy Festival? With, with like Sarah Silverman was there. I don't remember whose co-hosts were, but they had a magician come on as like one of the acts. That guy is a Netflix show. I don't remember his name now, but he did this trick where like he put this giant, this giant glass into a box and it exploded was like the trick and uh, it cut one of the hosts. It was a disaster and it, it explodes. <laughs> and Norm Macdonald's response was to say, this guy's a fucking sorcerer. Like he got so nervous about it. It was, so funny. It was great. No. That's what, it sounds like what your experience is. It's so fucking funny. You just hear me say, I mean, this, you got cut. That's what happens when you put a fucking sorcerer on set. What do we expect? <laughs> I have not I have seen a wizard that. here. It's great. I'll send it to you. I'll say I am halfway through with his, his uh, posthumous uh, special. That's on Netflix right now. And I had to turn it off because it was making me cry. Was it sad? Yeah. It's oh, just stop. like, it's just him like the night before I think a surgery. And he mm -hmm. was like, I got to get all this out just in case, you know? And then it, he looks very ill uh, and he's very sweet and very funny. Mm -hmm. And he's just going off the top of his head and there's no audience or no crowd. So it's a bit awkward at times, but more than anything, you just like, you just see in this what appears to someone who didn't know him as a gentle brilliance and mm -hmm. in just such a fragile state, uh, it was just really, really kind of heartbreaking. And it didn't kill him then, did it? He died no. much later than that. He, he died yeah, he died over a, about a year after that, yeah. Yeah, wow. I had, because I, I got to see him at the theater in town, and it's like one of the favorite, my favorite shows I've ever seen. And I would constantly, ever since that point, I probably saw that in like 2014, I would constantly look at their schedule and be like, Oh, is he going to come into town? Like, it would be so exciting. I love, he's one of my favorite comedians. And I recently, like a week ago, went on the website just to see what it is. It's always all cover bands. It's terrible. The, the booking is awful. It's just cover bands. <laughs> but it's, I had this weird realization, even though he's been dead for quite a while, 
there was still part of me that was like, oh, maybe I'll see him. Oh, I, I like that'll never happen again. It was a weird processing of like he's gone. I don't. Yeah, you were lucky enough to see him in such a small window of overlap yeah, in your lives. Exactly. And it's just, it's a strange thing. I don't know if I'll watch that. I have like a weird thing where if there's uh, an artist or like a creative type that I like, I really struggle with finishing their last work. Oh, yeah. Like the idea of knowing that I have that, like whenever I want to, is almost more impactful to me than if I saw it. Uh, I had the same with Patrice O'Neill, where I've like never seen his special, but I just thought his earlier work was so funny conversationally at least i completely agree with you there are two series that i that like touched me so intensely in some way that i never finished them on purpose and that i mean they're very they're silly but schitt's creek i am halfway through the last season of schitt's creek and i just don't want to finish it because i don't want it to be over and season three of ash versus evil dead because i have been a fan of evil dead since i was a kid and mm-hmm. I grew up with it, and it's so charming and so well done that I just don't want to see it be over, you know? Yeah. And so I just, I don't know that I'll ever watch them because I just like knowing that they're out there if I ever want to, you know? I'd rather, yeah. I'd rather have that than, than, than know what I'm missing in some ways. Totally. Yeah, absolutely. I, I, can, I can relate to that. Even in, like, Silly, I think, like, the funniest one is I have a clip of, um, oh, I forget his last name, but uh, the Celtics play-by-play guy, Mike... What's his last name, Jeff? Mike, Mike Gorman. Mike Gorman. Yeah, I've got like uh, he did like a immemorial thing to Tommy Heinzen that I just mm. have never watched because I just I like having that because they were such a, uh, a an important iconic duo even though I I didn't get to see too much of their coverage like they called games for I'd assume over twenty years felt like they did it for like seventy years they just felt <laughs> yeah, like they were yeah. pillars of eternity for that team, um, yeah that's it's it's interesting how how those pieces of media can impact it gavin what are what, what, do you share any experiences like that but where i don't want to watch someone's end <laughs> the final yeah, piece of their work sure you don't want it to be over i've never really looked at it from that point of view i feel like it's quite interesting like i i would watch the norm thing but yeah it is sad but i feel like comedy and tragedy are, they go so well together don't they mm-hmm. totally for sure absolutely it's interesting when Norm passed, like thinking about how much his his comedy, I think, has impacted face like indirectly. I think just through what at least I find funny. Yeah. So oh, yeah. Influenced by him. I went on an absolute YouTube binge after he died of just all of his <laughs> late night appearances and SNL stuff. And he just never gave a singular shit at any no. point. And it's so you got to respect it. <laughs> I don't think anyone has done it to that extent throughout and, and kept an entire <laughs> career going. Uh, one other person who's also dead now, unfortunately, and that was Gilbert Godfrey. Yeah, they both. Yeah, uh, just like <laughs> it is. I mean, they really are like the the prototype for for what face is right. It's like just two people that are so entertained by the thing that they're doing that it doesn't matter <laughs> if it's detrimental to them or their career in any way. They're gonna go up there and do it. Gilbert Godfrey is gonna go up there when he's on tour with the Go-Go's and they come to him and the producers come to him and say, listen, this is a family-friendly show. These are a bunch of <laughs> like 12-year-old girls watching that want to see the Go-Go's sing Vacation uh, and you can't get up there and say, talk about anal. And he's like, okay, got it. And goes worse, you know? <laughs> Because he ha- he doesn't have yeah. a choice. Like there's a, there's like like a and then like it's like <laughs> like he doesn't want to. It's just that is now the funniest choice. Like you, you have to do. Yeah, it's like there's a, there's like some sort of a like a invisible force pulling you towards a, a self destructive joke. Yeah, 
it's it's great to even just like with Norm, especially for me, like you constantly hear new stories and it's like the content, even though he's not producing new stuff, you learn different aspects. I was listening to a thing recently and this person talked about how when Norm was starting in like Canada as a comedian, he would bomb all the time because his style was very specific and it didn't <laughs> work in a lot of rooms. And if he bombed, he would stay like if he did well, he would kind of just leave immediately. But if he bombed, he'd stay in the green room the entire night and then he'd go to the exit when everybody finished and he'd make everybody shake his hand on the way out. <laughs> like he just he didn't give a fuck if he did well, but if he did horribly just for the awkward exchange, he would shake everybody's hand. <laughs> so good. It's a legend. <laughs> I had to um, register a new phone number recently. Yeah, and I had a. Uh, it was like the first time I've ever been able to like pick a phone number. Like you just like type in numbers oh. and see if it's available. Holy and shit! Was, you got to do that. Was, yeah, and then I was like, oh, I bet there's like websites for this, and I found a website that just sells numbers. I assume they just like buy up all these vanity phone numbers and stuff. <laughs> and uh, I found one with a seven seven eight area code, which I think is BC. Canada. I think hmm. it's one of those ones. And I found, Andrew, I found your ultimate phone number. You did? What's the number? I'll let me move my fucking <laughs> 778 pancake? And it's $2,000. That's too much. I think it's too much. I think we should get the, the Eric's credit card. No, we and need... I think that, <laughs> and I think this? that should be your phone number. When will this air? Nick, uh, what, 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 what day will this come out? <laughs> Can we talk about this thing? The thing that we bleep two weeks from now is that I, that should be fine. The choice. Yeah, it's fine. I found out recently that <laughs> that is essentially what it's predicted to go at 2000. Yeah. I'd much rather that 778 pancake as good as 778 <laughs> pancake is. That's fucking great. Why not? Why not both? So are you in the process of changing your phone number and then not telling us? No, it's like a business line. Uh, okay. Seven, seven, yeah. Oh, seven seven eight pancake would be so good. <laughs> if you're interested in high speed photography, call call the slow mo guys at seven seven eight pancake. I uh, I watched. Maybe you'll remember the name of this, Jeff, because it was like a big '90s movie. Sandra Bullock. It's where the she's net. like a hacker. She's a computer yeah. hacker. The net. I watched the net like a week ago. And she goes on a website mm -hmm. called pizza.net and I've never wanted anything more to exist. I was so disappointed to put in pizza.net and have it does not exist. Oh, we need how much is it? Pizza. I have no idea. I don't even think it's for sale. It's just like this domain doesn't exist. She orders a pizza from pizza.net and it just comes to her house. It's great. That's the one with like Mozart's ghost or whatever, right? Yeah, it is. It's, it's Mozart's <laughs> ghost. Yeah, she like gets her thing hacked. She's a hacker. And she, she, I don't know. It's a dumb movie. It's '90s internet cringe in the best way. So uh, we, uh, we agree we're gonna get right. Like this is already. The we have to, and that's why I'm so mad that Eric is here because I independently made an account on that website, and I just got an email from them saying like, yeah, you need to send in a proof Ugh. of address uh, with an ID. Like you need to properly register, and it took like six days for oh, that process shit. to go so through. We're gonna have so to go through you. We need to yeah, get. Yeah, because it's actually. It's actually, um, it's like Andrew and I have had an idea about a thing we want to do someday, and it's pretty important to that idea. So I feel like we need this. <laughs> is integral uh, to the future of of space. We need to get this thing. Yeah, I, I would. I mean, I would love for us to record. It's on like eight a.m. that day Pacific, ten for you guys. I think it'd be so much fun. 
Are we talking a? a I don't. The, they say it's. The let me pull up the link. I think it just the way it's phrased is like this is the only one. Will it fit any of us? Do you think? I don't, dude. I probably. I think it could fit you. I could see it on you. <laughs> it says this <laughs> consists of a and an actate and matching <laughs> with metal. <laughs> Exhibits wear, including a pair of harness holes on the side by the Can you say that word, uh, that second word you said again? Did you say act? Can you say actate? Uh, I have no idea what that word is. I have no clue. A-C-E-T-A-T-E. I just, I just, I, I just, I had never heard the word actate before, I assumed. Oh, can I, can I do, can I talk, I, can I call some, Gavin knows about this. I have a friend, speaking of pronouncing words incorrectly, my, oh my friend God. Jake, one of my favorite bits recently is I learned that Jake... <laughs> Thinks you pr he pronounces the word tums tombs and so for like weeks now he says tombs whatever anyone asks what's tums is so we've been loading him up to say tombs constantly um I'm gonna call him put him on he speakers. got this to work the other day on Halo and I could yeah, not believe it Gavin lost it he genuinely thinks the word tums is tombs what is tums like a soother of the stomach sort of thing yeah can you guys hear that? Picking up. This and, is and acid, according to Nick. Yeah, no shit. I'm trying, I'm trying to buy him more time. Everybody fucking knows what Tums is. <laughs> he doesn't seem to get it. He thinks Tom, the, Gavin has such a funny line where he's like, "What does he think he's a? Do you have a tummy ache?" He just doesn't. He doesn't get it. Hello. Wait. Hey. Hey, Jake. Oh God. No. Why are you upset? I'm having like oh. my, 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 I'm having like, I have like some anxiety, like heartburn. What is the thing you take for it? I think it starts with the well, oh, 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 anxiety. That's not. No, no, but I got like heartburn and, and you know, like I need a, like an anti acid type thing. What, what, what is the tomb? What is it, sir? Tombs. Okay. Thank you. Thank you so much. I'll talk to you later. Are you? Okay. Love you, Jake. So he thinks it's tombs. <laughs> uh, so, well, he's going to listen to this tombs, tombs, tombs. Yeah, Jake listens to this podcast. I'll make sure I'll tell him beforehand that he was he was on the show. Um, so, if you you hear that wonderful Tombs audio, that has been. I had to have a conversation with the people I regularly play games with. Of like, are we okay to sacrifice tombs? Because it has brought laughter to our life for weeks. Feeding him tombs. Jesus. Tombs. This is this like thing. for an entire summer, I had Millie convinced they were flop flips, not flip flops. And she sounds like, <laughs> like, like, you sound so weird when you say it that way. Where did somebody at school fuck you? And we went all over Hawaii and back, and the whole time she was saying oh, flop flips. Yeah. Flop flips. But she's not, you know, 26 or however old Jake is. No, Jake's like 30. <laughs> Jake is 30, walking around saying tombs. I, to be fair, why would he ever answer the phone between the hours of t three and four central to Thursday? Yeah, I told, I talked to him for a minute before I did this, and I said I have to go film this this podcast. So you, you should know, no better. <laughs> I like oh. that you used the same method to get him to say it as you did last time. I did like, on Halo. You you said the exact same thing. Like you had heartburn, and <laughs> and he still well, went for it. He must be thinking like, why doesn't he remember? <laughs> so easy. Yeah. We had a conversation recently that we need to change our approach or else he is going to catch on if we all have heartburn every day and are constantly <laughs> asking what we need to take for it. I love Jake. Oh, oh. Tombs. 
tombs. <laughs> <laughs> Using the internet without ExpressVPN is like leaving your keys in your car while you run into the gas station for a snack. Most of the time you're probably fine, but what if you come back to see someone driving off with your car? Why does everyone need a VPN? Every time you connect to an unencrypted network, like cafes, hotels, or airports, any hacker on the same network can gain access to your personal data. Passwords, financial details, all that stuff. It doesn't take much technical knowledge to hack someone. Just some cheap hardware is needed, a smart 12-year-old could do it. Your data is valuable. Hackers can make up to $1,000 per person selling personal info on the dark web. Why use ExpressVPN? It has an encrypted tunnel. It creates a secure encrypted tunnel between your device and the internet. Hackers can't steal your sensitive data. Super secure. It'd take a hacker with a supercomputer over a billion years to get past ExpressVPN's encryption. Easy to use. Fire up the app, and in one click, everything's protected. Works on all devices, phones, laptops, tablets, and more, so you can stay secure on the go. I recently used ExpressVPN to watch the Spelling Bee. It was only streaming in the U.S. from what I could see, and I love the Spelling Bee. It's one of my favorite events to watch every year, so being able to easily access it because of ExpressVPN was awesome. Uh, this is more about security, this read, but being able to access other countries' libraries of content so cool. It's fantastic, and it's so simple to use. Secure your online data today by visiting expressvpn.com face. That's E-X-P-R-E-S-S-V-P-N.com face, and you can get an extra three months free at expressvpn.com face. If you are a current or past smoker, you understand how difficult quitting is, and that's why you've got to check out Fume. Fume is the natural inhaler designed for a better, safer, and natural way to quit cigarettes. It's a no-smoke, no-vape, and no-nicotine replacement for the hands-to-mouth habit of smoking. Fume handcrafts wooden inhalers and uses cores infused with plant oils studied to curb cravings. They have flavors like peppermint and conquer with minty notes to simulate menthol cigarettes, and other flavors like cozy chai and lemonberry bliss for a sweeter experience. And all of their flavors are 100% natural. No harmful chemicals, no artificial flavors, and absolutely no nicotine. Quitting is tough, but Fume really can't help. They've got thousands of five-star reviews from smokers who have tried everything else and this worked. Also, if you're somebody who travels all the time as the world begins to open up more, it's amazing to have with you. Being able to have it with you in the air and in the airport is a huge difference maker. Whether you're a smoker or ex-smoker who still struggles with cravings, Fume is the perfect tool for you. Head to breathefume.com slash face and use promo code face to save 10% off your entire order. That's 10% off your entire order when you head to B-R-E-A-T-H-E-F-U-M.com slash face and use code face. The time for spring cleaning is upon us. Do more than just dust your cabinets and organize your closets. Spring clean your butthole with Hello Tushy Bidets. After wiping with dry, scratchy toilet paper all winter long, our bums could use a serious refresh. Put your cleanest booty forward and start washing with Hello Tushy. Hello Tushy is an amazing product. It's a fantastic bidet. It's so easy to install. It's made a tremendous difference in my bathroom experience. Stop spreading your business around your butthole with toilet paper. Start washing with Hello Tushy Bidets. The Hello Tushy Bidet attachment washes your bum with fresh water for a way better clean than toilet paper. Simply spray and pat dry. Attaches to your existing toilet, no electrician or plumber needed. 
installs in less than eight minutes. Cuts down your TP use by 80%, saving money and paper waste. Make the restroom your best room with the complete Tushy system, including the Tushy bidet attachment, ottoman, and toilet brush. Hello Tushy has cleaned over 1 million happy bums. Join them and take care of your business the cleaner way. We want all of our listeners to have clean bumps. Visit hellotushy.com slash face to get 10% off plus free shipping right now. Tag us and at hellotushy on social media so we can celebrate your clean butt with you. That's hellotushy.com slash face for 10% off. Um, I have a thing that we should talk about. So people, because I saw some, some misunderstanding of a thing and it's Uh-oh. fair. Ooh. No, it's a, a fair misunderstanding. We need to talk about the grow tubes because we're oh. all very excited about them. People are excited about them. You mean this? <laughs> you mean this? <laughs> Wait, did, did they send you those? Because I would like one, but yeah. I need to clear. Okay, I need to. I don't know I, if they would send me one because it's RTX is launching RTX. I, don't, I sent you a. I sent you a video the day I got it. I know you did, but I didn't know if you like grabbed it. Like I didn't know no, how you no, got that or if they mailed mail. it. To you. I'm sure they're probably okay. mailed it to you as well. Cool. So awesome. Got it. Um. So they're launching at RTX, but they will be available online for everybody yes. after the event. We just want the idea was we wanted to annoy as many people as possible. So they're going to drop on the event. We're putting as much inventory as we can there <laughs> so we can have as many grown tubes in a contained space because uh, yeah. that would be horrendous for everybody there. Do you remember a couple years ago during the World Cup when everybody got excited about Vuvuzelas? <laughs> yes, exactly. What the fuck it's called? It, we're gonna we're trying to recreate that magic at RTX this year. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> so I just I felt it was important to clarify in the merch meeting we had. I had somebody said it perfectly. Where everybody who wants one will get one. They, so they're launching at RTX, but they will be online too. So if you you're unable to attend <laughs> that event, you'll be able to get one. You're like a like a war general, like sending all of the troops to one place. It's like there's no room for any online. We're sending everything to RTX first. We need fire everything. Yeah. Well, it's it's. I don't know. I don't think. I'm assuming Face doesn't have a panel, considering you and I won't be there, Gavin. Sadly, uh, I don't know if that's true. It might just be me and Eric. I'll have to. Check it's on just that. you and Eric. That's great. Please record. Please record a whole room full of people if there is a panel doing the grown tube at once. I need to. Yeah, hear. it'll just be an hour. Of that. Oh, that's what I want. Yeah. <laughs> it's like when people uh, we'll at be concerts like, get everyone to turn on their phone light and wave them at the same yeah, time. Yeah, exactly. We're going to have so many people, our tubes will groan out the sun. It's going to be amazing. <laughs> when, we, when we eventually have our show in Vegas, I just love the idea of people having to travel with their grown tube, like having to bring it like the, uh, in uniform. BYOT. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I wonder if it would qualify for like, you know, you can't travel with liquid containers and stuff <laughs> what's the volume of our grow tube oh no i'm sure it'll be fine can you imagine tra- <laughs> <It's so loud. laughs> can you imagine like trying to declare a fuck stick like it'd be great i want to have to uh, write that um so a dildo no <laughs> goodness no no it's no. ridiculous this isn't sexual at all we it's a fuck never. stick it's totally different oh man i never thought after the saga of the uh, of the porta potty tiki mugs, I never thought we would have another piece of merchandise that was as complicated to get made and take as long. <laughs> but boy, did the grown tubes not disappoint! Well, we're I mean, talking about the porta potty. Just to clarify, are you are you going to be home, Jeff, for your birthday? Are you gonna? Is that? It's depending on Emily, I assume. Well, my birthday is a Sunday, so uh, mail doesn't deliver on Sundays typically here in America. Why do you ask? 
I was just curious, just curious if you're going to be in the, the city or not. If you're, gonna I'll be, be in home. the city. I'm going to be in town. I'm going okay. to go swimming okay. on my birthday. Good. Okay. I'll be Good I'll be, be in Austin. Awesome. Ready to accept uh, whatever uh, hell you uh, are about to unleash on me. No, never. I just want to make sure. I got worried. Feared Vegas. I would have to make some calls after we finish this recording. Well, I don't think that is any danger of me being in Vegas anytime soon. <laughs> My poor, poor Emily. Meow is Wolf it? is in Vegas, right? Yeah, there's set, there, the, there are five. So there are or will be five Meow Wolf locations. Santa Fe is the original, and then Vegas and Denver opened up a couple years ago, and then now they're opening two in Texas, but not in Austin. We got to try that Gurple drink because I think all the yeah. people that put, yeah, I think that's there. I just connected that when we're in Vegas for our show. We got we to gotta get some Gurples. Yeah, we can totally do that. That sounds great. Excited. The show that I'm apparently not going to attend. I'll be blown away if you're there, Andrew. I I'm 100% going to be there. It. I cannot wait to collect my $20 from Jack. It's going to be fantastic. Anybody <laughs> else who wants to put wagers in, I'll gladly take them. Nick wrote, by the way, so uh, I think I could squeeze into that. I think you could fit. And I think the harness, I just really, I, I want more clothing with harness holes. You never know when you need them. <laughs> Maybe I could get lowered from the ceiling at the uh, Vegas event. <laughs> I'm going to write down to talk to Eric about I'll tell you this, Andrew. If you buy me a bunch of delicious cosmic crisp apples for my birthday and they show up, I'm not going to take one bite out of one, throw it in a river, and then dump the rest in a trash can on the way out. Who did that? Oh, I don't know. Was that, was that Gavin? Was that, no, was that it was Gavin Eric. Oh, uh, Eric did it. I see. So you said on the water, and as since he's a near the water guy, I didn't, I didn't associate. Well, that we were on the. He threw it in the water. We were on the boat. Oh, uh, <laughs> got it. <laughs> they had cosmic crisps in the the grocery flyer where I get my groceries from. This week, oh, yeah? I was very excited. Made my week. It's a lucky week this week. I didn't realize that now we have cemented that uh, people are going to notify us, uh, I suspect, for the rest of our individual lives about every new Apple drop that comes out uh, from here I don't on. hate it. I don't hate it either. I'm, I don't hate I'm it either. I'm a fan of it. It's, it's like subscribing to a newsletter you forgot you subscribed to. <laughs> it is. Every once in a while, they just like hit you up with like, hey, there's a new yellow Apple. Looks good. Like a division to thank me later. News feeds. <sighs> yeah, that's awesome. That's a great idea. I, I was going to say, uh, because Eric's not here, we should do something... Uh, we would never do Wally's here, and we should all say one nice thing about him because he'll never hear it. So, but then mm. uh, I don't know. But then, he, but then I got annoyed with him for not being here. Things, so maybe I don't want to say nice stuff about him. I really feel like that was a conversation for you to have before we recorded. <laughs> it feels like you're torn between ideas. Well, I didn't have a lot of choice. You, uh, you were going on about your book club. My book club. Yeah, oh, that's fair. There was it. the lack of pleasantries. We're all thrown yeah. off from the lack of a uh, lack of pleasantry talk. What's that, Andrew? What's the best book you've read in the last seventy-two days? I, I don't think I've read a book. Uh, maybe like the game manual for Fast and Furious Crossroads, I guess, if we want to call that a book. I don't think you can call that a book. Yeah. Then I don't think I've read a book in the last 72 days. <laughs> Why did Why you, you ask us if we'd read a book in the last 72 days? Because it's just pleasantry number? talk. No, it's oh. just being silly. It's just What's silly. 72? See where it goes. I don't, there's no reason. It was a oh. completely random number. Why did I pick number 101 for like the episode, the Palladio for Jeff or whatever? Just random. Huh. Zero hmm. logic went into it. Hmm. Can okay. I talk about one of my favorite events that I wish I would have talked about last week that happened? I missed out. Oh, the finals. yeah. The NBA finals started on the same night as the greatest sporting event of the year, the Scripps National Spelling Bee. 
and boy, was it a barn burner. Did it you was, pick a kid? I picked a kid. My favorite tradition continued. There's one person in our league who picked Vancouver the child, child who picker. was... Uh, yeah, I'm the Vancouver child picker. <laughs> <laughs> the person that consistently takes the first kid eliminated got eliminated first once again. It was great. The disappointment. It was fantastic. My kid, I think, placed fifth. It was a wild show, Gavin. There was a, a woman's child was eliminated and she left the stage. And then 10 minutes later, they said, actually, we fucked up. You can come back. You're back in this competition. Oh, so there's like a misspelling that, that was actually spelled correctly? No, it was like we... So the second round is they, they give... A, you have to guess the definition of a word. So they'll tell you what it is, and they'll give uh. you three options. And technically how they phrased it, two of the three would be correct. And she picked one that they didn't view as correct, but upon review, they're like, ah, you could make the argument that it, that was a correct answer. So she got to come back. The show opened with a kid got an answer wrong in the round before... They, his parents disputed it and they decided he could <laughs> enter the over there was his parents were very upset about it Gavin. <laughs> and so they decided if he could spell one word correctly before the show started he could then enter the finals so the first it opened with a spelling of a kid trying to get in and he got it i'm so glad it would be so embarrassing to fuck that word up like as the show was started <laughs> and you're just yeah no you're you imagine you're double eliminated that car ride home <laughs> oh it'd be so awkward <laughs> Because he gave, he kind of had vibes of, I'm not super into this, but my parents love this. His dad was so fucking pumped when he made it into the finals. He got it right. Um, so the girl got eliminated. She came back. It went into the very first spell-off, the scripts spell-off. So there's an overtime round. It's like penalty kicks where each kid goes up and they have to spell as many words as they can in 90 seconds. So, like, they feed them a word, and then they have to spell it, and they hit a buzzer, and it goes to the next word. And they just go back and forth. And it is one of the craziest things I've ever seen. Oh, shit. Speed spelling so is wild. <laughs> uh, and didn't the girl who got, the person who got kicked out and then brought back in win? She won it all. The girl yeah. that kicked out, she's unstopped. Every time she'd come to the stage, I was making Terminator noises. You cannot terminate her. She would not go down. She was un dun, 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 dun. Every time. And she would just nail words. They got to that spell off. It was not. It was like she didn't breathe. Do you remember any like of the 26 words? Oh, not even close. You think uh, I fucking know these words when I can't even say acetite or whatever the fuck that word was? Dude. I don't know. I don't know. Six letter words. I watched, I watched the spell off, Gavin, and I'd never heard of any of those words ever before. And oh, Ga Andrew's not wrong. She had like the focus of a swan. She was locked in. <laughs> like a swan looking at your back. Yeah. <laughs> she had my, yeah, yeah, yeah. So That's what was the, the word that, that with the definition that they, they gave a background? Uh, I don't remember. It was like something like it was a, a group of bees. It meant like I think the definition was it was like a group of a certain animal type and they had two different animals listed and she picked the wrong animal. And they're like, no, the correct answer is bee, not it's bees, not geese. And they're like, well, technically you can make the case that geese would also uh, fall under. It's a weird like technicality thing. Like a murder of crows. Like, Yes. Those are great. I love those, what you call specific animal groups. Murder pros <laughs> is a good one. How does that get decided? I, don't, I mean, how do we decide any word? We've had this talk before. What would it be if, if uh, podcasters were a group like coming towards you? What could you call it? Uh, just unfortunate. General population. 
I don't know. Seems like everyone has a podcast. <laughs> a general population of podcasters? A general population. No, it'd be of like podcasts. a is now a, a group of podcasters are coming out of you or podcast yeah. audiences come. Like okay. if we were, if all the three of us were coming towards you, what would the flock term be? It'd be a regulation of podcasters. Oh, regulation podcaster? Is that what you said? Yeah. A regulation. They would be a regulation. A regu- that's you're what right. I said. A regulation of podcasters. Yeah, you're right. I misheard. Nailed it. <laughs> Podcast levers, Nick says. <laughs> We're stupid. I appreciate you coming up with regulation, Jeff, because I was I was trying and I just could not. I couldn't find it. <laughs> I did my best. I was looking for it. I thought ad readers were okay, but it's like, eh. But regulation, a regulation is such a better natural fit. You found. The I wonder hole. if that applies to any other animal. What do you mean? There's a regulation. A whole f- a regu- oh, you think there's a group of animals called a regulation? Yeah. List of like a, animal. Like a regulation of buffalo names. or something. If it was going to, like it obviously doesn't, but if it was going to, what animal do you think it would be? Ooh. Ooh. What's like the most bog standard animal? <sighs> I hate that. With the amount of time I've spent with you, my brain said the exact same thing. <laughs> Internally, I just said that. And I fucking hate because there's, there's no way that I'm naturally saying that. I've just spent too much time with you. Bog standard. Uh, like, what animal do you think of if if you think of an animal? Hmm. Uh. Well, Elephant? I think. See, I was thinking large too, in kind of the same area. Mm. I think it's funnier if it's like an el- an animal you don't see often. Like a regulation of giraffes. The regulation of giraffes isn't bad. The first thing that came to my mind, and I feel pretty good about, is a regulation of dolphins. I was also but thinking I'm a, dolphins. I'm a water guy. Yeah. Uh, regulation of dolphins. Yeah, I immediately went to land. I feel like land is the standard. But, but I guess there is more water than land on Earth. Well, so I, maybe, think, yeah. I think water is the standard, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. I'm saying I'm, I'm turning around to it. Hmm. Uh, a group of goldfish is apparently called a troubling, which is great. <laughs> <laughs> That's what we would be. Yeah. Troubling. What would you call two, two uh, clusters of goldfish? Troublings? What? Double trouble, Andrew. Oh, I'm glad I didn't make that joke. I'm, I'm, gotcha. That was why yeah. I was, I was happy fr- that I missed. First time I've ever thought this, but should we end the podcast early after that? <laughs> Double trouble? I think if that's where we are, maybe we... A, a double troubling of goldfish? <laughs> I like flamingo as a flamboyance. A group of fl- flamingos, flamboyance. Coyotes are a band! A band of coyotes! That's fucking cool! This is where Eric, if he was here, would be yelling at us to stop just reading stuff off the internet. This is part of but, the show. I don't know. Nick said that is cool. So I think Nick's in. <laughs> I want to be in a band. A swarm. Ah. It's for bees. Yeah, I mean, there's some shit ones, but <laughs> caterpillars are an army. An army of caterpillars. Who decides these? I don't know. That's a great question. Who does decide these? I wonder how many caterpillars is required for an army. Yeah. Because when you say like, army, it makes you think hundreds. Like in columns. Think, yeah. I think of like there needs to be a set of, of tiers. Like you need a general. You could have well, I, five people, and if one of them's like a general and a sergeant, I think you're an army. Yeah, I don't think I don't think caterpillars are like a hive mind. I assume there's a there's a hierarchy there that there there's a lead caterpillar, <laughs> right? It's not like ants, and even then, ants have a queen, right? I think the great play of if you refer to yourself as an army, there is an implied largeness that doesn't have to be there. 
Mm. Like if we said we are an army, people would assume there's more of us when there might not be. That just might be a good strategic decision. Caterpillars maybe just want to seem bigger than they are. How many We're everywhere. in an army? Or they can't uh. be. You think there's a clear line? I'd be shocked if there was like a, a definitive number. Yeah, this is useless. It would be useless. Uh, okay, so the, de- the dictionary definition of army is an organized military force equipped for fighting on land. So it really, I, that, if, if you could organize two people, I think two people could technically be an army. As long as they're on land. It wouldn't be dolphins. No, no such thing as an army of dolphins. <laughs> hmm. That's a great point. That would be terrifying, though. Isn't that a movie? There's a movie about that, right? An army of dolphins? Or is it one... There's a movie where the dolphin is trying to assassinate a president. That's a movie. But Which I don't know if that's an army. <laughs> what the fuck are you talking about? There's... there's <laughs> I didn't make that up, I don't think. Dolphin assassinate president movie. They, like, train a dolphin to kill the president. The Day of the Dolphin. Oh, I was hoping so much that was a dream. <laughs> Marine biologists Jake and Maggie Terrell have for many years been doing dolphin, dolphin research in Florida Keys and have even coached some dolphins to speak primitive English. But when two of the dolphins are kidnapped, an investigation proves that the Terrell's financial backers, the Franklin Foundation, have had a sinister intention all along. The dolphins are to be used to deliver and detonate explosive <laughs> beneath the president's yacht. That's right. <laughs> what is this movie called? The Day of the Dolphin. The day. All right, hold on. The day of the dolphin. <laughs> Could you imagine right. deciding we added to a list that the tagline of a movie is "Unwittingly, he trained a dolphin to kill the president <laughs> of the United States." That's what it, you're gonna put on that, <laughs> dude. It's got George C. Scott in it. It's got Patton in it. Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> uh, stream. Where are we gonna watch this so that and make a video out of it? Oh, we can watch it on Amazon Prime. Perfect. We'll add it to, uh, we're watching MVP2. What's the other one? I think we agreed on a different movie recently as well. MVP2, Day of the Dolphin. Uh, There's something else. Well, we, there was discussion of Anaconda. <laughs> there was. That's a great but movie. I, I, don't I don't know, know if, if it was. to do that. I, I, honestly, I I'd rather, it. I would, I think Lake Placid is a better version of that movie. I'd rather see really? Lake Placid. Yeah. I, there's only one part of Lake Placid I really enjoy, and it's the fact that there's a character in it that is like a specialist in alligators or whatever, and he sets all these traps up, and only one of the main characters keeps stepping in them. Like, it never actually <laughs> impacts the character, and it's like a running gag throughout the movie that this one guy gets stuck in six of his traps, and there's no like payoff to it. It's just this thing that keeps happening throughout the film, and I really enjoy that. that. Uh, it's a dumb movie. It's but great. It's, it's, yeah. It's, it's like... It's alligator anaconda. Yeah, but I feel like to a lesser extent, like I think anaconda is more schlocky than mm. Lake Placid. Lake Placid is dumb. Anaconda is schlocky. I'll say this. Lake Placid has Betty White in it. It does. That is true. The legend. I wonder who won that contest. And I wonder if they regret running that contest. I talked about on the show before. Oh, she died she so shortly died. after that. Oh, yeah. It was like to celebrate her 100th, which I don't think she reached, sadly. She was so close. She was so close. She was so close. I have a question about when, when you tell a story on this show, something that happened in your, your personal life, and you, you tell it to like somebody involved with the story, like when you fill somebody else in on the story, when you're doing your first telling of the story, how often do you hear a different perspective of what you're going to tell? Like, how often does that improve the story to you or, like, change your, your perspective on it? Every time. What's an example? So, the shampoo bottle story that I told 
in the episode that just came out. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the following day, like the first person I told that story to was my partner. And as I'm telling the story and I'm halfway through, they cut me off and immediately just said, wait, you had my shampoo bottle in your ass in disgust, <laughs> which is an aspect of it that I never considered. <laughs> I never thought about like that. That would be way worse than waking them up, that they now have my ass all over the bottle. I've been putting that on my hair. Yeah, like I'm gonna have to grab this bottle all the time that was in your ass now. Thank you for the kindness of doing that. So I was curious if you guys had examples of like different I'll I'll say that like Emily, at least in my experience, is like a one person comedy writing room. And so when I'm going through and like telling the swan story or working it out, uh she'll be like uh, yeah, but didn't this kind of happen or like, don't forget about this thing or like in go, go now she'd be like, oh, it's, it's, it, it was funny the way you said it this time. Be sure to say it like that. And, uh, and it, I find it to be invaluable. Yeah. Yeah. What is it they say about like, when you tell a story, you're only telling it from like the, you're only telling the last time you remembered it. So like the more you tell mm. it or like the more time between it just gets yeah. less accurate over time. It's, I, I find that a lot with. If I tell a story like 10 times and then I tell it for the 11th time and someone from the original moment was there, they'll add in stuff that I've forgotten. I'm like, oh, how did I leave that out? And it's so it's so like overwritten by the yeah. other times I've told it. It's part of why I'm having so much fun doing that other show with Gus is because we're retelling stories from like the early days of Roost Teeth that we haven't told in years and years and years. And he reminds me of like entire events that I'd forgotten about, you know? just spun off of like one story and it's like it's awesome so that other show you do i mean to bring this up is anma it's a mm -hmm. podcast anma it has been such a delight to listen to that show really it, i yeah i've really enjoyed it because i i love you and we have this great friendship but i also think you're so funny in content and the thing like face i don't listen to it at all as we've covered for reasons that you displayed perfectly oh. earlier in this episode, there's nothing that'll make you hate yourself faster than re-listening to something you're part of. Mm -hmm. I'm so thankful, <laughs> Gavin, that you're willing to proof these for us. Um, so I've missed seeing you and content and to like listen to a thing where you're, you're just, you're so funny and it's such a relaxed environment for a show and the friendship between you and Gus is so genuine. It has been such a joy to listen to that, to that show. So I'd highly recommend anybody who listens to face, check out Anna. Oh, Great series, especially if you, you love Jeff. Well, thank you, and Andrew. You, you what is... haven't been exposed to Gus, maybe, if you're outside of the Rooster Teeth world. He's a, he's a tour de force uh, in his own right. Can I, a, a Gus thing that I feel like I keep meaning to bring up, and I'm so glad that this conversation led me to this thought. Before break shit started, we've done several of them at this point, mm -hmm. nearly a year. I feel like the starting point of break shit was the <laughs> fact that Gus has a fucking garage filled with baseball cards and it has never been mentioned or searched for. What is this? Does he still have them? Yeah. Are we ever going to get those cards? It's so funny. It's so funny you mentioned that because that popped into my head. I, I'm actually, I actually tweeted a photo earlier today. I'm trying to like consolidate all the, all the face break shit stuff because it's just like in boxes around mm -hmm. my house and in my car. And I'm trying to make some sense out of it because hopefully at some point we'll move into a, a, a studio that has a, a set that I can design and leave. Cause right now I have to tear it down and build it up and yeah. tear it down every time. It's a fucking transient nightmare. Uh, and that popped into my head. I'm like, Oh right. Doesn't Gus have like 40,000 baseball cards we're supposed to get. I, I got to, we just got to do it. Like at the, at the time <laughs> he mentioned it, 
I thought it would be fun to make like a little docu thing about it and like document driving down there together and like mm-hmm. make a little video out of it. But at this point, I just want to get him. You know, if he still if he still has access to him, which I think he does. I'm glad you brought it up because uh, I feel like it could be a huge and fun thing for us to to fuck with, and it just kind of like a lot of face jokes that just kind of fell by the wayside for other stuff. Yeah, I'd love to to have an update for that, or if yeah. you guys even just like recorded in a car like on the road podcast. I don't know. <laughs> that, that would be fun. That would be really fun. And I haven't been down to like the town where he grew up. I used to go down there uh, early on in our friendship and like spend the weekend with his mom and him and yeah, like, explore Mexico <laughs> and stuff. Uh, why are you laughing at that? <laughs> that just seems. You would never do that now. That's so funny. Oh yeah, no, there's no. <laughs> well, yeah, the difference between being forty six and twenty six is pretty stark. Yeah, yeah. But weren't you still married back then? Uh, yeah. Sometimes I go away for the weekend. <laughs> I don't know why that's weird to me. Yeah, you'd just be like, oh, I'm gonna go go spend two days in with, with Gus's family. Yeah, I've done that a, f- a bunch of times while I was married, and then also I was that divorced for a little while. Yeah. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> Nick uh this is... Nick had had to do the Eric thing and tell us to wrap up. He did. And Fuck I, you, I gotta Nick. say <laughs> 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 There are times where like but between recordings we'll be texting each other a lot. I don't know, at least from my side, it was very quiet. I think we're all busy the last week. This is nice. This felt like a really relaxed, like get together, catch up type episode. Is Nothing it bad that crazy since it was mentioned I couldn't think of a single nice thing to say about Eric? <laughs> <laughs> well, I would give you homework, but we don't want to. We don't want to do that to Andrew. <laughs> no, not again. I was gonna say because I was I was struggling too. Uh, he's got he, he's got a good. I like his fashion sense. I think he dresses well. I'm into it. Yeah, <laughs> really. He's got a good style. Yeah, I uh, I think he's he's very fun. He's a uh, he reminds me of. He's older than me, but it's like it's hanging out with him. It's like hanging out with someone when I was in my twenties. Yeah, and I think that's nice about him. I will say one one thing that I like about Eric is just the longevity of how long I've known him, and in the different contexts, you know, because he was like, you know, he he would like help out and was a part of Mega sixty four, which was like a, a group of peers uh, in the internet space that we would do events with and stuff. And so we've known him for I don't know, so year, since like year three of Rooster Teeth, so probably like. I don't know, 15 years or something. But yeah. I knew him mm-hmm. in the in the context of like getting a beer with him at a convention in Iowa or, you know, being next <laughs> to like get, be like throwing t-shirts at him uh across from the aisle at a, you know, at Comic-Con or whatever. And uh mm. it is so weird now that we make a show together. Yeah. I mean, the, the face as a whole, I think it, that it came together at all is a bizarre thing. Yeah, he went from someone who I try to ignore as much as possible to someone I now <laughs> listen to whenever he says anything. I always thought that he was the, like, I don't. This is going to border on being too nice, uh, okay. but I, I'll be honest. Uh, I love that group, the Mega Sixty Four guys. Uh, I love all of them in their own way. Uh, although I love, uh, well, no, I'm not going to pick favorites. Uh, I think they're all great, <laughs> but I always thought. Eric was the funniest among them. And I always thought it was strange. I was like, well, why is the, the guy that's helping him out is a little bit funnier than the rest of them. I wonder why that is. <laughs> keep, he's they, my favorite. Like, like there's certain topics that when I'm, he's like the person I will talk to you about. Like I was on Twitter the other day and I saw this thread where somebody who used to produce podcasts for the WWE left and was talking about that experience. And they said that Jeff Hardy 
has the worst Wi-Fi they've ever encountered, <laughs> and that he was wonderful, but just the most absolutely dismal Wi-Fi, and just like, please get some better fucking Wi-Fi, Jeff Hardy. And I sent that to Eric. It was just like the only person I know who I, I could send that to and have like a great conversation about. Of course, Jeff Hardy would have shit internet. Like that is it just checks out on every level. I'll say that Eric is uh, he's really good at sending me funny hot takes during basketball games. Ooh, yeah. Game four or what? Yeah, four. I can't count. We just did four, right? No, it's, yeah, two one. I'm sorry, I've been out of. I've been out of. What the fuck is wrong? What? what are you talking about? I, I game four of the series is coming Friday up, night. and I just yeah. I was I discounted game two. <laughs> We're talking about the Celtics, Golden State Warriors, the finals. I couldn't believe they won game one. Game two, I didn't really care about because I felt like there was no way they could win. I did care, yeah. but you know what I mean. Like, no, it it's like a scheduled, scheduled loss. Yeah, and the fact that they've won game three now makes me think that they might actually win it all, so I'm very excited, but I also expect game four to be a loss. It's ludicrous to think that the Boston Celtics are two wins away from being NBA champions, and we are not, a, we are not a basketball podcast. We're a baseballs... Well, actually, we're a baseball equipment podcast. So I guess it's like there's an affinity there, but I don't want to get like too deep into sports because then nobody sure. everybody would be mad at us. Uh, oh, you know what? We should probably end. Though, uh, let me just tell you guys, I wish there was a funnier bit to it, but I got the new bike and it works great. Oh, oh that's so awesome. Is yeah. it the seat any better for no, you? No, it's the seat's worse. Uh, no, no, I'll, no. <laughs> no, that's okay. That's okay. What I just have to switch out. I'm, I'm probably going to have to make a few modifications. Um, I'll probably have to change the seat and I might change the, the, the pedals out for the ones that I'm using now because they're grippier. But, uh, but yeah, it's, it's awesome. You know those shitty Instagram ads you get sometimes? It's like, hey, here's a box of uh -huh. goo. Put your foot in it and we'll send yeah. it back to us and yeah, we'll make yeah, your yeah. shoe custom. Is there one for your ass? Like you could just sit in a box Ooh. and it molds oh. your ass and they'll print you a, a bike seat? I would pay $1,000 for that. If See, I, I would, for a custom I would pay tuxedo money bike for seat. that. I was, <laughs> you pay a I was, pancake phone number money for that. <laughs> <laughs> Have you ever seen the movie Safeman, Jeff? No. The character Sam Rockwell and it has a fake ass. Have you considered getting an ass just for riding your bike? Like an attachable ass. So I went, I thought about like an episode of King of the Hill when Hank was having trouble sitting in his truck and his riding lawnmower, it was hurting and it was because his butt wore away and he had to get like butt implants. <laughs> and I was like, shit, maybe I wore my butt off and I need to go get butt implants. So I went to the doctor and the doctor was like, the doctor was like you're a fucking idiot. And I was like, all right, this is why I don't go to the doctor. You know, you see those time lapses in wildlife where like a river will slowly erode rock. It just time lapsed your ass as it got smaller. <laughs> hey, I gotta, I gotta go uh, get the door real fast. Be just a second. Oh, I feel like would have been yeah, good to already why, end why, it. Why would you just, yeah, just wrap up the pot? Well, Thank I, you. Well, hang so on. Now that Jeff's gone, that has reduced okay. the amount of people in this to a uh, pleasantries amount. So you could just finish your pleasantries with Nick. Oh, I, I felt like, you no, you don't. As somebody who's not part of pleasantries, that's not how pleasantries work. I thought it works when you're not recording and there's not everyone here. No, it's before it starts. The pleasantries lead into the show. The purpose of the pleasantries is that it, like, you have a conversation, you calm down, you have some laughs, and then you go into the thing. Pleasantries uh, are great. I'm back. Just Unless to let you guys know. Continue with your pleasantries talk. Uh, sorry, I had to get medicine for Emily. I Andrew, Andrew doesn't want to do pleasantries. The, yeah. What well, do you mean? it's not pleasantries. You can't have pleasantries at the end of a show. Well, but you guys do that. Like, when we... That's not pleasantries. What is it? Post-trees? What it's post-trees. Okay, it's well, a, you, guys do, you guys do posteries like the two of you for hours to the point where I thought, you were doing a, I thought you were doing a secret podcast. 
Like you guys are doing like a post show <laughs> where you just make fun of Jeff for an hour. That's what, that's I don't what know how that, in my head. I think that started because my computer is so shit, it takes like 12 minutes for me to export. And everybody leaves, so I'm just sitting in the channel by myself, and Gavin was like, what's going on in here? And then it just became a tradition that Gavin comes back in as I'm exporting. We have a little talk. That's yeah, funny. I'd say every uh, every single recording, we have a five-minute... Well, it's not. apparently it's not pleasant, but it's some sort of conversation. And then I leave. It's definitely pleasant. It's just not a pleasant tree. I, it's not pleasant trees. I, I really... I think that's kind of... I think that's bullshit, dude. I think it's pleasant trees. <laughs> I think it's pleasant trees, too. I don't think pleasant trees... Is dictated by when in the conversation it happens. I think it. Could I think go by definition end. of the spirit of the show, pleasantries is before the podcast starts. I think we have a hundred plus episodes where that sets when the time is. Maybe not pleasantries in the outside. What if there's world. a regulation pleasantries, and what we have afterwards is deregulated pleasantries? Can I say something I learned recently? Not all pleasantries are alike. You got to be very selective <laughs> with your pleasantries. You should talk about that. <laughs> That's uh, <laughs> there are sometimes you go into meetings and pleasantries can be disastrous. <laughs> I, uh, I, I had a fun <laughs> meeting with you guys that day. <laughs> that was no, it was a great meeting. I just am I was around new people. I'm a social mess. Oh, it was yeah. awkward. I fucked it up so good. Listening to Andrew try and have pleasantries with two people he'd never met or spoken to before <laughs> and like trying to feel them out, it was. Oh, it was so funny. I wish it was being recorded. <laughs> it was so awkward. I'm you were terrible. trying so hard. You were really pulling. You were doing I, all the work. You can say a lot about me. I do try hard. That is <laughs> you a do. consistent. You do. I will say, uh, one thing I've learned, <laughs> outside of the context of <laughs> face, where I do everything a little differently, I show up for every work-related meeting three minutes late, so I can avoid pleasantries. It's a good way huh. to go. It is that's, a, that's something I've... different. It is a different animal outside of this podcast. Pleasantries. It is. Yes, I, I learned that the hard way. What did I, you I think of my me. input? In <laughs> Nick says you want me to cut that. <laughs> no. Wait. What? What? Oh, Jeff. Jeff's thing. Not my thing. Showing up three minutes late, so I don't have to do pleasantries. No, I don't think that's a rude thing. No, I just pretend to be coming in late from another meeting. They don't know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like the idea that you're that's just sat fine. at your desk, and then right before the meeting starts. Or right before you join, you just run like five laps around your chair and you're like, Whew, hey guys, sorry, I'm just coming off this other thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Every meeting you start on the phone with somebody else. Like you join the meeting and then you're just on a fake call. Every also, time. also, Nick is like, now they know. Here's the deal, Nick. No, they don't. No one in our company listens to this podcast. The amount of conversations I have to have where I explain the most basic shit about face to people is ludicrous. There's no way I could I could say anything I wanted to on this podcast, and it wouldn't matter uh, in the context of the, the people that we work with because they would never, ever, even on accident, hear it. I, I've seen you explain to people at the company like what works about face and then you'll go into a meeting a month later and explain the thing you were talking about they'll be like "Ooh, what's that it's like no one's no one can bring <laughs> themselves to to delve in it's just like it's a lot it's a deep lore about nothing it's the face curse that it's not just the podcast it extends to conversations and meetings too whereas like as soon as the meeting about the face thing is over everybody else from every other department in the company their brain toilet flushes too and they're like fucking don't need that <laughs> <laughs> I have been enjoying the weekly newsletter that's been coming out, the internal one that has to say that anal passage is the top seller of everything. Because <laughs> <laughs> you know there's everyone at the company just thinking, I don't even want to look up what that could be about. 
Dude, I don't want to get too granular into sales and stuff, uh, but let me just say that uh, the face annual anal passage shirt is it's near in four figures in sales, which is absolutely <laughs> ludicrous. <laughs> so stupid. I can't fucking believe it. I can't believe that in like 19 and a half years of selling T-shirts online uh, through various productions, uh, this is like anal passage is approaching like top 50 for the history of the company at, at some point, I think, you know, it's fucking ridiculous. Wow. I love it. That's awesome. Yeah. That, that also may Thank not be true. It's just going off who, the top of my head. Uh, no, that's great. Let's just claim it's true. It's fantastic. <laughs> it's like, it's like Bouchica Bow Wow, uh, camping is a legitimate strategy, <laughs> zombie plan and uh, the caboose shirt and anal passage. <laughs> <laughs> That's a great lie. Like, even if it's not true, there's some. it's important to have good lies. I was talking to a friend recently, and uh, they were in this dance competition that was like every school uh, in this area competed, and they only read out the top 10 names of the thing. So one of the kids as a lie said they placed 11th because they only did, like, they only read 10. Like, nobody knows. I don't think they even ranked 10. But almost everybody in the group believed that they came 11th. Like, they genuinely thought that, and it got printed in the newsletter. And there are kids who lived, like, 20 years <laughs> of their lives thinking they placed 11th in the finals of this dance competition. It's, like, complete bullshit. So even if the anal passage shirt isn't in the top whatever you said, it's a great lie. Let's just go with that. <laughs> we should probably wrap up, though. This has gone on way longer than it's supposed to. Yeah, Nick tried to end it several times. I was trying to cut it off at like the 40 minute mark, but uh, it just kept going. <laughs> After the double trouble. <laughs> After double trouble. After the double trouble. <laughs> Stupid. Uh, I gotta say, I don't know what it is. Uh, but the last two episodes we've recorded after I've uh, I've just felt really, really good, really good about until I listened to that one episode 106. So I'll continue to feel good about 107 because I'll never hear it. But uh, I feel like this one was pretty good, too. I feel like I've been enjoying. It's very sweet. Enjoying this little like phase of the podcast that we're in. What yeah, is this it's phase? A, it's not really driven by a specific thing. It's just sort of a intermediate no, phase. Yeah, just kind of relaxed, just catching up with each other. It's very <laughs> genuine. It's almost like it's almost like a it's almost like a like mid season mid episode pleasantries. That's a great way to put it. This does feel mid season mid episode pleasantries. I'm really excited to find out what constitutes the switch of volumes. Oh uh, yeah. yeah, the yeah. volume is you and me both. I don't. Uh, yeah, that could be like a decade long volume one. I've just been. What season are we in? We're in season four. I've just been throwing okay. volume one out to extend the title. Uh, <laughs> yeah. But I do, I do assume there will be a volume two at some point. And as soon as that happens, we'll do volume two for a while, and then it will be revealed that it's like chapter one or something. Because we'll still be in one of something. <laughs> Edition one. <laughs> <laughs> All right, let's stop talking to each other. Well, except for this you two. You guys will continue to talk for a brief period of time. Yeah. But I'm going to stop talking to you guys. And too. Jeff, I won't see you in Vegas. Uh, Gavin, I won't see you this weekend, uh, <laughs> uh, but I hope you have a great time. I assume that because we're not spending time together uh, in Austin or anywhere else, the weather will be lovely and you'll be able to <laughs> swim and it's get like some 42 sun. degrees this weekend. Yeah, eat, eat some barbecue and do whatever it is you do, buddy. And Andrew, uh, I hope Canada is pleasant. Thank you. Okay. Oh, I'm actually going to be in Vegas next weekend. Are you going to be in Vegas next weekend? Yeah, I am. I'm not even. What? <laughs> I'm in Vegas next weekend. What? In June? Family trip. Yeah. You motherfucker. Family, it's a family trip. 
You're, you're, you're a liar. You're a fucking <laughs> no, asshole. I'm not lying. I'm you're a liar. Are you serious? You're such a little fucking liar. <laughs> You, you said you weren't going to America. You wouldn't step foot I in America. It's it too soon. It wasn't my choice, okay? It was a family trip that I didn't plan. I didn't What do you mean? In the same month that we wanted you to go to Vegas? It's complicated, okay? On my birthday plan. weekend, the week after Ye Gavin and I were supposed to go to Vegas, we could have planned a big weekend together. We could have hung out with your mom. I don't believe it. I think he's lying. No, I'm going to be there for a week. You're not... What? June 20th. I leave June 20th. Probably need to schedule with Eric about recording, maybe. I don't know. What? <laughs> I don't even... Sorry. I didn't plan for it. I don't even know what to say to this. I was excited. I thought Who you goes guys to were... Vegas for a week? I st it was a whole thing with, like, apparently the tickets were, were like, cheaper if we came back on a different day. The and tickets it only cost if you went with us would have been free! Well, I didn't plan this. As I said, I'm just going on this trip. <laughs> and I was really excited. Internally. I was very excited because I thought, oh, we might all be in Vegas at the same time, coincidentally. That would have been time. Uh, well, that, that sucked all my good feeling out of the mid-season, mid-episode pleasant. I'm thing. just kidding. I'm not going to Vegas. Just making that. It was all a joke. Oh, I'm just kidding. God. That wasn't real. <sighs> I'm just joking. So we might need to reschedule next week. That was I'm kidding. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, uh, if I if somebody's got to end this, so let's stop doing this. Uh, thanks for hey. listening. Yeah, thanks for listening. Like and review and subscribe and tell a friend. Tell two friends. Tell an acquaintance. Tell a teacher. Uh, tell a parental figure. Uh, maybe tell a boss. Tell an employee. Tell a retail worker. Brighten their day. Uh, if you go to an airport anytime soon, be sure to tell the stewardess and the flight attendant, uh, I think as, I, as they're referred to now. Uh, if you go to McDonald's, maybe tell some, you see somebody with a shake, tell them, uh, they're, hey, they're lucky. The shake machine's always broken. But tell them, uh, tell them hey, listen to f Face. Uh, they talk about shakes sometimes. Uh, and, uh, oh, if you're a dog lover, tell somebody about f Face. I don't know why. We'll see you next week. In all seriousness, I'm definitely not maybe going to Vegas. Dude, you you are fucking shit. He's, he's going to fucking Vegas. Hey guys, Major League fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. Jeff has a new metal roof. The gang hits up eBay. The billionaires need help too. What is the safest mode of transportation? Jeff is a big Explorers fan. Gavin flips a coin. And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face. <laughs>